What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I'm your girl, Big C. Happy Friday, y'all. It is officially Christmas time. Christmas time is it? That's right. It's officially Christmas time. What's today? The 4th. We have, y'all don't make me do math. We have 21 days till Christmas. Are y'all excited? Are y'all happy? Are y'all elated? And also, 2020 is almost over. If you're not excited about Christmas, I know you're ready for 2020 to be over. We're all ready for 2020 to be over. It was, woo, baby, it was a year. But we are in the month of December, and I'm so excited. I don't know if y'all remember from past shows, before it even got to criminal season, I was already ready for criminal. I am a criminal person. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year, and not because of gifts or, you know, anything like that. I just love the the spirit in the air the holiday cheer like i'm just here for it like you go into the stores you hear christmas music everywhere everybody's christmas lights and decorations are up i live i live for it but how are y'all doing on this marvelous 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 friday i i'm excited if you can't tell i'm excited for today's show because if you tuned in this past monday i told y'all that for the whole month of december well maybe not the whole month we're gonna do like a 25 days of christmas sort of like countdown you know like freeform but you know black box edition um every of Friday for Black Review, I'm going to be reviewing a holiday movie. So, if you follow me on my social media, which <laughs> you should be, um, I put up a poll, I believe it was on Wednesday, asking all of my people who listen to Black Box, all of my social media followers, what uh, Christmas movie should I uh, review this Friday? And I will be doing that every Friday until criminal is over pretty much and on the 25th of december which you know as y'all should know it's christmas and it's on a friday this year i will be doing a i guess reviewing the ultimate christmas movie so i'm gonna take a poll on my social media and i'm gonna you know ask you guys opinion like what is the ultimate christmas movie to you and whichever two movies get mentioned the most i'm gonna put a poll up and then whichever movie wins the poll i will be reviewing that movie on december 25th you feel me you feel me so y'all better be following my social media so y'all can get y'all votes in so y'all can cast y'all's opinions because i want to know what is your ultimate christmas movie okay y'all want to know my my ultimate christmas movie is it's a classic it's beloved by everyone it's how the grinch stole christmas featuring that man jim carrey if y'all ever hear me say oh my god i can't stand white people i'm never talking about jim carrey i'm I'm never talking about him ever i will never that man has never done anything but be a complete absolute fool psychopath i love him i love me some jim carrey and that man next to doug jones is an amazing physical actor argue with your mama but yes my ultimate christmas movie is how the grinch stole christmas featuring jim carrey i just i love that movie i'm like one of those people who know the lines word for word and if you watch the grinch with me you can ask any of my friends and family i will recite the lines i love word for word i will do it and if you tell me to stop i'm just gonna do it even more so don't but yeah so look out for my polls on my social media and we will be reviewing a Christmas holiday movie every Friday until Christmas. 
So I hope y'all enjoy that. I'm excited for this series. We're kind of we're gonna call it Black Review Christmas Edition or Criminal Edition, or however you want to do it. If you're in the dirty stuff, you want to say criminal. We can do it like that too. So today's gonna be our first Black Review Christmas Edition. I did a poll this past one day, like I said, and you know the winning movie. We're gonna review it today. The poll, I think, for this week was This Christmas versus Perfect Holiday. And I'm not going to tell y'all who won, but we're going to get to that in a minute. But before we get to our black review, y'all already know I got to give y'all the hot box news, the hot box tidbits of what was going on this past week with the girlies, the guys, and the days, you know? So, as many of you know, or if you follow her on social media, or if you follow The Shade Room, City Girls JT just celebrated her 28th birthday. That's right. The, the flyest city girl, you know, the city girl, Miss JT, she celebrated her birthday on yesterday. She was all cute. All her little friends was posting here. I was like, yes, JT. I love me some JT. And it is just very, very crazy to me how, like, people... It was like a whole week, I believe, where people were just debating on whether or not JT is pretty. And I'm like, why is that even a question? Like... Wow, the colorism, it's popping out of you guys. It's really its really popping out of you. But, needless to say, the City Girl celebrated her birthday yesterday. Um, Lil Uzi, who was like her little rumored boo, he gifted her a customized Jeep. Well, I think she already had a Jeep. But I think for her birthday, she requested that she wanted it to be wrapped in a matte black or whatever and Lil Uzi he just took it a step further and he was like okay it's gonna be wrapped but it'll also be customized to your liking she got stars in her ceiling she has a customized um what is it the little insignia that they put on the front of the car it says JT like it's customized top to bottom that's how you do it she has a request you you take it to the next level that's how you do it fellas you feel me so she got her little wrapped customized jeep and then of course you already know her best friend young miami aka carisha had to come through with the protect she didn't ice her girl out that's the type of friendship i'm trying to have you feel what i'm saying like for my birthday ice me out you feel me i ice me out okay i'm trying to have a cash doll and her best friend jt and young miami type of relationship it's my birthday it's Wednesday, ice me out, girl. Ice me out. I can't wait to ice my friends out. I just, I can't wait for it. Because they're going to be just just dripping in jewels. Just dri- 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 dripping in jewels, you know? So, happy birthday to JT. We love you on the Black Box, girl. So, enjoy your birthday, city girl. I love saying city girl like that. Just, I don't know. It gives me all the feels. Next for Hot Box News, y'all. The whites, they at it again. Miss Noah Cyrus, no, I said Nora. <laughs> Miss Noah Cyrus and her shenanigans. So, if y'all have been on social media this past week, I think it believe I think it happened. Um, I'm gonna say yesterday. I'm gonna say Thursday. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. But Noah Cyrus, who is Miley Cyrus's little sister, um, she is for some reason obsessed with Harry Styles. Which you know, if you're obsessed with Harry Styles, you know that's your that's your Jush, that's your gig or whatever, you know, that's fine. But Harry Styles is known for like being a very, like tapping into his feminine energy. So it's like he wears clothes that men, I guess, wouldn't necessarily wear, which, you know, that's fine or whatever. If that's you, do you do your do. But um, Noah Cyrus, she took to Instagram and she quoted a picture of Harry Styles in a dress with the caption, 
and I quote, he wears this dress better than any of you nappy ass hoes. That's what she said. And so of course, the black people was like, nappy, Miss Girl, nappy. So everybody, of course, the backlash was instant. Like, oh my God, Noah Cyrus, uh, what, what do you mean by nappy? Are you trying, what are you trying to say? And a lot of people speculated that she was talking about Young Thug because for those of you who don't know, for those of you who think Harry Styles is the first man to wear a dress, Young Thug was doing this back in 2016, 2017. Let's not play. So a lot of people thought she was talking about Young Thug when she said nappy. And then Mr. Girl is going to come back and say, oh my God, I'm sorry. I did not know the meaning of the word. I just found out what it meant. And uh, I'm just mortified. Just mortified. I am so, so, so sorry, Miss Girl. First of all, why are you using a word that you don't know the meaning? Let's start there. And second of all, nappy? Nappy. Does that even sound like it would be in a Caucasian person's vernacular? Nappy? Who do you know that is nappy, Miss Girl? Who do you know? Because when I see white people's hair, I don't think nappy. There are a lot of things I think, but nappy is not one of them. And when I see black people's hair, you know back in the day they used to call it naps? But you didn't know that? I... Play with your mama, don't play with me. But she apologized, and a lot of people were just not here for the apology. And a lot of people were calling her out like um, she was too comfortable and too loud and wrong saying that word. So we already know she didn't said it before. So, Miss Noah Cyrus, if you don't know what words mean, don't say them. Okay? I hope you learned your lesson. That's just that on that. Next, um, I don't know if y'all seen a whole lot of rappers. Well, not a whole lot. Well, I guess it is a whole lot. Rappers just getting locked up left and right. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but G Herbo, which is Ariana Fletcher's baby daddy, but he is a Chicago rapper. Well, he's pretty well known now, but G Herbo, he is accused of scamming using stolen IDs to charge more than a million dollars for Jets, vacations, and a lot more. I was like, wow, the government is really trying to lock people up for the holidays. So they, he's being accused of scamming pretty much. And he surrendered himself yesterday, uh, sun, not Sunday, he surrendered himself Thursday. And he claims that he is innocent. Along with him, Brooklyn rapper Casanova, he is accused, him and his uh, affiliates, I believe that's how you say it, affiliates, they are accused of racketeering, murder, and drugs. Pushing that narcotic. It was a lie. I was like, oh my God, these federal cases are just coming out of the woodwork. He also surrendered himself and he proclaims his innocence as well. Um, they don't really say what G Herbo is facing as far as time if he is, you know, convicted of these, of this so called scamming. But uh, Casanova, if he is convicted of these charges that he is facing, uh, Mr. Casanova is facing life. With a mandatory of 10 years. So if he gets charged, if he's found guilty, my man gotta serve 10 years before he's even considered for parole. And then if the parole is denied, life. Life. Y'all better stop playing. Y'all better stop playing in these streets. They not playing. They are listening to these rap songs and whatever y'all are saying in these raps, they are coming for y'all. The, the government is coming for y'all. Y'all better stop rapping about that thug life. Y'all better stop. They gonna get y'all. But I hope everything goes well for them because, ooh, 
that just all happened like so quickly all at once i was like oh my oh my goodness just back to back like y'all just get locked up. it's not like no no little charges especially on casanova's part bracketeering murder drugs y'all know they're gonna try to pin something on him it, even if he wasn't involved in it like personally he's casanova he's being charged with you know his gang i forget what they're untouchable gorillas or something like that he's getting charged with them so if he didn't do it somebody in his camp out here doing it and you know you know how they like to do black people guilty by association you're an accessory so praying for them hopefully everything turns out in their favor hopefully they don't serve no time Ooh, that's that that was a lot i was like oh my god back to back like that but that's what's going on with that. And last but not least, little Kim. She was showing love to her fellow artists, Megan and Mulatto. Uh, little Kim, I think she did an interview recently. And uh, the Shade Room posted it. And she was saying how much love she had for Megan and Mulatto. She said Megan Thee Stallion has been her top girl. As far as rap game is concerned. And that she loves her. She also says that she sees a lot of herself in Mulatto. So that was just lovely to see because I just feel like a lot of times Little Kim, she doesn't show a lot of love to female artists unless they're like up her butt. But I haven't seen like Megan or Mulatto say anything about Little Kim. Like I know Megan is telling loves Nicki Minaj. I know she, you know, like idols. Well, she doesn't idolize, but she is a fan of Nicki Minaj. I know Miss Mulatto. She is a fan of Nicki Minaj as well. So it was very, I guess it was kind of comforting to see Lil' Kim endorse them because, you know, Lil' Kim, she endorses people who don't really mess with Nicki Minaj like that because of their previous beef. Um, so I was I was happy to see her embrace some of the newer girls who do um, look to Nicki Minaj as an icon. So I guess that just shows a little growth there. And also, I just, <laughs> Little Kim, she's just so cute to me. Even though she's like a full grown woman, she's just so cute and so raw. Like, she was just saying about Mulatto, she's like, I see a lot of myself in her. And I'm like, Kim, you say that about <laughs> every artist you endorse. I just see myself in her. I, I, I see me in her. And I'm like, girl, just say that they're your sons and go on with your life but i was just happy to see little kim endorse real female artists with real talent because i don't know sometimes she just be endorsing people because they don't like Nicki minaj but i was happy to see her endorse some people with some real talent and some real lyricism you feel me and that's what's going on with Hotbox News. Now, without further ado, let's get into this Black Review Christmas edition, okay? So, as y'all know, or as I've said many times, I did a poll on my Instagram um, for people to decide or for people to pick which holiday movie I would do first for the Black Review Christmas edition. And a lot of y'all chose, drum roll, brrrr, this Christmas, woo, shocker. I knew y'all was gonna pick this Christmas. I did this Christmas and Perfect Holiday. And a lot of y'all fought for Perfect Holiday. I appreciate that because I feel Perfect Holiday is a very underrated Christmas movie. It did not get the love the love and the hype that I wish that it got, like this Christmas got. But I understand why this Christmas, you know, got the love, got the hype. Cause I mean, the cast alone, you know, period. So for this week's Black Review, the first episode of the Crema edition, we will be reviewing this Christmas. Yay! I know all of y'all just tickle pink for me to do this Christmas. 
So before we get into our pros and our cons and our overall rating, y'all already know we're going to do it like we are doing a new movie. We're going to get into some black box facts, okay? So this Christmas was released November 21st, 2007. So it's been, so this past November 21st, it's been 13 years since the movie was released. It was directed by Preston A. Whitmore II. Uh, Preston, uh, some of his other work includes the movie Crossover and True to the Game. So, if y'all are familiar with Crossover and True to the Game, y'all already know who Preston A. Whitmore II is. The budget for this Christmas back in 2007 was $13 million, and at the box office, it made $49.8 million back. Wow. I mean, talk about tripling your profit, you know? So, and, and also, another fact, it, be, it was number two in theaters. So, back in 2007, it was number two in theaters after the movie Enchanted. So, y'all know the Disney film Enchanted with um, Amy Adams where she becomes a real-life princess and she's trying to get back to her... Um, her princessy world after being in the real world or whatever so this christmas was number two compared to enchanted but you know that that's still pretty good especially for the budget being 13 million and it made back 49.8 million in box office i mean what more could you ask for i thought it was i thought it would actually accumulate more because i remember when uh this christmas came out i was young and you know we were all excited like baby back then that's when chris brown was good chris brown and you know before this whole rihanna situation like that's the chris brown i miss bring back good boy chris brown bring, bring back chris brown that was like i wanna be you like bring him back you know what i'm saying bring back innocent chris brown you know so a lot of people were ex a lot of people in the black community especially were excited about this movie because you know obviously chris brown and then you know all of the older generations um in the black community were also excited because of the star study cast that they had so this movie was i'm surprised it didn't do bigger numbers in box office because i'm telling you everybody I, my family was one of the families where we went to the theaters to go see this christmas trust and believe so yes this christmas definitely 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 a cult classic definitely in my opinion so the overview of this Christmas goes as follows. At holiday time, family matriarch Madeer Whitfield assembles her large brood for their first reunion in four years. However, family ties show signs of strain when various secrets come to light, especially concerning Marine Claude's true military status, Quentin's debts, and teenage baby's secret plan to become a singer. So, if you have watched this Christmas, like I have many, 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 many times over the 13 years since it's been released, you already know what the plot is about. You pretty much already know. But for those of you who didn't know, that's the overview. So, let's get into this cast. Like I said, this cast, star-studded, immaculate, chef's kiss. Mwah, it was good. So... Madeira Whitfield, who is the head of the family, the mother of the family, is played by none other than the talented, the superfluous, that's not even a good word, I'm not going to say superfluous, the talented, the iconic, the legendary Loretta Devine, okay? Loretta Devine, my dream one day is to just meet Loretta Devine and just become her friend slash adopted grandchild. Um, I don't know if that'll ever happen, but Miss Loretta Devine, if you're hearing me, 
I don't even want to be her. We don't even have to be like adopted grandmother and grandchild just to be my friend. Like my my dream day, and this may sound crazy, my dream day is to visit Miss Loretta Devine on set because we're already friends like that, and we just sit in her trailer and just talk like old Southern women as we sip sweet tea and you know just gab about the girls in the business. You know that's that's my dream day. Praying that happens. But if you don't know who Loretta Devine is, ugh, exit, go. But she is, um, she is like the, like, kind of how, like, Jennifer Lewis is. She is, like, the mother of black Hollywood. She always is playing somebody's mama or, you know, grandma. Like, she's just always that solid character. But for those of you who don't know, she's an original dream girl along with Miss Cheryl Lee Ralph. She's an OG dream girl. Uh, she played Gloria and Way to Exhale. She was in First Sunday. Like, her, her filmography goes on and on. On and on and on and on and on. She's an icon. Joseph Joe Black is played by Delroy Lindo, another iconic black character. Uh, Delroy Lindo, he's always playing somebody's daddy or somebody's uncle. If you don't recognize the name, he played Aaliyah's daddy in Romeo Must Die. He also played the father in Crooklyn, so iconic as well. Quentin Whitfield, who is the oldest child, is played by none other than Idris Elba. This was at a time where Idris Elba, I don't think he was like just getting discovered because he had been on a lot of things before this Christmas came out. But I think this is when his stardom was starting to like peak and rise because I think after Daddy's Little Girls, everybody was like, who, who, who is this, this chocolate man? Who is this? And he just started to blow up. So, like I said, Idris Elba is known for his role in Daddy's Girls. Um, he's also known for playing Beyonce's husband in Obsessed. Uh, Thor, his filmography goes on and on as well. Another iconic actor. Lisa Moore, who I believe is the second oldest in the Whitfield family. Her name is Moore because... Her last name is Moore because she is married now. Is played by Regina King. Y'all already know who Regina King is. Another another name in black black film royalty. Uh, she's known for the Boondocks, Boys in the Hood, Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Friday, Poetic Justice. It goes on. You feel what I'm saying? It it, it goes on. Kelly Whitfield, the second or the third oldest of the Whitfield children, is played by Miss Sharon Leal. Miss Sharon Leal is known for her for playing. Um, it's not Terry. It is Terry. In Why Did I Get Married, uh, she played Tyler Perry's wife. I think her name was Terry in Why Did I Get Married. Yes, yeah, so she played Tyler Perry's wife in Why Did I Get Married and Why Did I Get Married too. She also starred in that movie Addicted. Have y'all ever seen that movie? Well, oh, oh, I'm not even going to give it away, but that might be something we review on a Black Review in the future. Addicted, y'all. Please go watch that. Please, please go watch that. If you haven't watched it, don't watch it right now because, you know, we're in a criminal spirit, but, you know, in January or sometime in 2021, go go, go watch Addicted because it had me and my family shook when we was on that couch watching Addicted. It's an older movie, but well worth the watch. So, yes, Miss Sharon Lil, also an icon. And, you know, I feel like she's underrated as well. Like, a lot of people don't talk about Sharon Lil. Like, she is such a good actress to me. Like, amazing, amazing. Claude Whitfield is played by Columbus Short. We all know who Columbus Short is, child. Stomp the yard. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Stomp the yard. Y'all know who it is. 
Melanie Mel Whitfield is played by none other than Miss Lauren London, aka Nunu from ATL. Um, I what I didn't realize is she also played on the game, like when they refurbished the game, I believe. Didn't know that because I'm not even gonna lie, after a certain point I stopped watching the game. Ah, yeah, I did, but she was also on the refurbished version of the game. We already know who Miss Lauren London is. Iconic classic beauty she's been in every video from the 2000s since you know i can remember nipsey hustle soulmate r.i.p to nip you know so michael baby whitfield baby is his nickname is played by chris brown we already know chris brown staple in the black community um actor singer songwriter dancer whatever you want him to be artist you know he is best known for his roles in Stomp the Yard, Takers. This is the first movie. I don't, I don't know if Stomp the Yard came out before or after this Christmas, but you know. I think it came out after because a lot of people were like, why does Chris Brown keep dying in movies? Like, he don't last long. So this was the, the first movie he lived in. And I don't know about y'all, but... For some reason, I was just waiting for Chris Brown to die. I was like, they're going to kill him again. I was like, they, they're going to kill him again. Like, I hope he makes it through this movie. He did. He, they didn't do us like that, and I, I was happy about it. I was like, dang, can my man live through one role? Please, can he live through one role? God, always dying. I was trying to kill him off. But he made it. So Chris Brown played Michael Baby Whitfield. Malcolm Moore, who is Lisa Moore, a.k.a. Regina King's husband, is played by Laz Alonzo. Laz Alonzo is like that fine, light-skinned man that's always in a movie or like in a in a B-rated black movie. He was in Jumping the Broom. He was also in Stomp the Yard. It was a lot of Stomp the Yard, uh, what you call it, cast members up in here. Columbus Short. Uh, I was about to say Michael Jackson. Lord have mercy. Columbus Short, Chris Brown, and now, uh... What is this man's name? Laz Alonzo. I'm looking at it on the paper. I'm like, where is it at? Laz Alonzo. It was a lot of Stomp the Yard um, cast members on here as well. Gerald, who plays Kelly's love interest, is played by Mackay Pfeiffer. Mackay Pfeiffer, also a staple in the black community. His filmography also goes on and on, but I feel like he's best known for paid in full... Paid in Full, Soul Food, and 8 Mile. I loved him in Soul Food. He played Lim. And when they did the series, I was hoping he would come back and play Lim. But unfortunately, he didn't. Which is okay. Devin Brooks, who plays Mel's boyfriend, is played by Keith Robinson. He is also very a very um, underrated actor. He's been in like a whole lot of movies. Even though his roles have been kind of small. Even this one in uh, This Christmas, it was kind of small. He's a really good actor to me. He was in Dreamgirls. I believe he played Effie's brother and also songwriter. And he was also in Fat Albert. Y'all know the Fat Albert with uh, Keenan from Keenan and Kale and Kyla Pratt. He played, like, Fat Albert's, like, like main best friend. Like, he was the second in command, you know? So, Keith Robinson. Love him. Love him. Love him also. Sandy, who is Claude, a.k.a. Columbus Short's wife, is played by Jessica Stroop. She is best known for her roles in 90210 and Ted... So if you've seen those movies, that name or face may be familiar to you. Mo, 
is played by David Banner. We already know who David Banner is. But some of the movies he's been in is Black Snake Moan and Stomp the Yard. Homecoming, like I said, it's a lot of Stomp the Yard cast members up in here. I didn't know he was in Stomp the Yard Homecoming, maybe because I didn't watch it. Oops, my bad. But yes, that's what he's in. But he's also a rapper and now a black activist in our community. Do y'all listen to his podcast? I don't know if it's a podcast or if it's a YouTube TV show, but I caught one of the episodes of David Banner's podcast, and it, it was amazing. Y'all go check that out. Very informative, very, like, pro-black. Let me just put it like that. And Dude is played by Ronnie Warner. Um, Ronnie Warner isn't that well-known, but he is apparently in a very popular stoner movie called Puff Puff Pass. I've never seen that movie. I never heard of that movie till I looked it up to see what his works were and that's what it was they said it's very popular amongst the weed heads so and that is the cast very star-studded cast like i said a lot of people were excited about this movie just on the cast alone like you know big names loretta divine come on delroy lindo idris regina Colum- come on like alone cast immaculate like i said so some of the professional ratings before we get into our own. Um, IMDb. Y'all already know how I feel about IMDb. Y'all already know. They gave it a 6.3 out of 10, which I'm like, oh, okay, it's fair. Like, you know, the movie wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my God, spectacular. I think the fact that the cast was so star-studded is what made the movie like hyped, I guess. But, you know, 6.3, I kind of agree, slash kind of don't agree, but 6.3 out of 10, you know, okay, that's fair. Metacritic gave it a 63% out of 100. I was like, oh, Metacritic. So I guess they're kind of agreeing with IMDb. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 55%. I I was not expecting that low of a rating from Rotten Tomatoes. They gave it a 55%. I was like, what? Rotten Tomatoes. As much as the people love this movie, as many people that watch this movie during the Christmas season, you're going to give it a 55%? Why? Why? Like, I didn't understand. So Rotten Tomatoes rating, I didn't really agree with, but to each his own. So that is all of the black box facts. Let's get into these pros and cons. I don't have a lot of pros and cons because, to be quite honest, I've watched this movie so 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 much i think i'm burnt out on it but i did want to give y'all the review on it because like i said it is a holiday classic so i don't have too many pros and cons but these are mine so starting with the pros my first pro is the cast duh like i said i don't feel like i need to go into detail about the cast because i said it all when i was reading the cast list off like stars of the cast immaculate cast i'll say it again chef's kiss amazing star-studded names all across the board even the minor characters were you know big names i feel in black hollywood so i mean that's just a given my next pro was that it showcased different characters within the black family like every like i feel like all the characters that were showcased everybody has like that somebody in their family like everybody has a madeer in their family that one the matriarch the one people go to for advice and good sweet potato pie and the recipe for the family greens like everybody knows that lady everybody has that woman in their family I honestly believe my the matriarch of our family, we also called her Madeer, uh, rest in peace to Rosalie. She passed uh, a while ago. She is dearly, dearly missed amongst our family. Like, oh my God, Ugh, I miss her so much. But we have, I have one as well. I feel like in my immediate family, my mom's mom, 
is the Madeira of our family. Like, everybody loves her. Everybody, like, cherishes her so much. Like, they always call her for advice or to watch their babies or, you know, she's just that that lady you know but she don't play you know she's very lovely she's very funny but she will tell you about yourself she she will get you together she will throw the bible at you point by period so we all have a madeira in our family we all have an uncle or a brother or somebody who always in debt always need a whole five dollars that was uh idris elba's character we all have that one cousin who bougie and she didn't move it away and she come back and she thinks she better than the family. That was Sharon Lil, Kelly's character. We all have that one family member who's, you know, off in the Marines or the Army or the Navy or the Air Force. We all, like, they showcased a lot of, I believe, like, key characters as far as the black family is concerned a lot of people feel like some of the characters were stereotypical but i mean like i said we all know somebody like some of these people in our family so is it stereotypical or is it accurate i don't know that's for you to decide but to me i feel like okay we all know somebody like this we all know a cousin male uh who played lauren london's character she's been in college forever trying to get her four-year degree in 10 years like we we all know somebody like that you feel what i'm saying we all know the cousin who husband really ain't nothing and her little bad kids always running around we we all have that cousin we all have that auntie we all like every come on y'all y'all already know what's up so definitely love how it showcased the different characters within the black family my next pro was that it displayed what i'll call quote-unquote black christmas and by black christmas i don't mean like the typical black christmas like i just feel like everybody's christmas is different and i feel like the media has always showed us like white christmases like if you look at every christmas movie besides this christmas and the few um black christmas movies that we do have it's always a white family getting together for christmas it's always you know a caucasian family getting get, getting together for christmas so i was happy to see that you know they're displaying what black people's christmases may look like or what a black christmas would look like you know and i think that's another reason why a lot of people were excited about this movie because you know finally we get to see a different type of christmas just besides you know what caucasian people do for their christmases you know we got to see like you know what a typical or not a typical what a sort of black family would do during the holidays you feel what i'm saying so i was happy to see that i know a lot of people were happy to you know see that or finally have a movie like this for us you know so definitely love the display of quote-unquote black christmas my next pro was young chris brown I love to see it like y'all young chris brown is my favorite chris brown like you know i'm so happy he's doing what he's doing right now i'm happy that the music industry has finally kind of let him back in and embraced him after years of not him not like being able to be successful and put out music this that and the third but young chris brown i'm talking like first album chris brown um what's the other album chris brown exclusive like that chris brown my favorite era of Chris Brown. That's when Chris Brown was young. He was like the good boy of R&B. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he was just trying to, like, let the girlies know, like, I love you. Like, I, I love you, girl. Like, let me stop tripping. Like, come on. Like, that. that's the Chris Brown that, that I know and love. Like, ugh. Uh, uh, uh. I will never, I will never, 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 not ever forgive the industry for making him what he is right now. Like, I just will never forgive them because I understand like what the situation that 
transformed his career was a very serious situation you know i'm not downplaying that at all like you know it's never right but at the same time it's like i feel like the only way he felt like he could come back into the music industry was if he was to like reimagine himself as the bad boy so that's when he started like getting all these tattoos and smoking weed and all his songs are just overly hypersexual and i'm like no chris brown no can we please go back to it's never a right time think about because we like can we get back to that can we get back to yo tell me fellas have you seen that can we god can we please can we please get back to that chris brown but oh my god young chris brown every time i watch this christmas i just get elated every time i see him come across the screen because i'm like yes chris you don't know what's coming but yes you in your prom right now (sighs) oh that just hurts my heart but definitely young chris brown definitely a pro for me my next pro was the shower scene those of you who have seen the movie y'all already know what scene i'm talking about where i'm gonna give it away because like i said this is an old film if you haven't seen it that's your business i'm about to give it away but i feel like the part that i'm about to give away it should make you want to go and watch it just to watch this particular part so spoiler alert er, uh regina king's husband who is played by last alonzo he is cheating on her and she knows it and her sister kelly basically is like girl that's pathetic you need to do something about that like you really about to share your man with somebody Ugh. no we don't we don't do that we don't do that and so i guess uh lisa who's played by regina king she didn't had enough and he comes back from his quote-unquote business trip and she's like oh baby go take a shower go relax you know baby he get in that shower she slicked that floor up with oil so when he get out he's slipping all over the place he get out the shower after she like yeah i know you've been cheating on me baby he tried to get out that shower she beat the black off him that's right she beat him she whooped him like he was a bad child asking for toys in a walmart and then threw a temper tantrum and she didn't have to take him to the bathroom and let him know about himself she tore him up we love to see it we love to see a cheater get what he deserves period love that scene even some like sometimes because i've seen the movie so much i just fast forward to that scene just to watch him get toe down i don't know something about a light-skinned man getting beat up by a black woman it does something for me it elates me it's the sadist of me i don't know (laughs) i love it but definitely the shower scene always a pro for me and my last pro was the soul train at the end y'all know no black film is complete without a soul train or some type of dance party sequence at the end and this one was beautiful i think they did it to um what is that song y'all know that song i used to go out and party y'all know that song i don't know why y'all make me sing (laughs) every black review y'all know i can't sing but y'all know that song i think it's called dancing no i think it's called get down i don't know but it's one of them old school if you hear that if you hear it at the cookout you're gonna get up so i love the soul training at the end it just it was like the black stamp of approval at the end of the movie so those are all of my pros the cast duh um it showcased different characters within the black family that i think all of us either are know or are familiar with um it displayed quote-unquote black christmas or a type of black christmas young chris brown period the shower scene and the soul train at the end 
Now, my cons. My cons aren't necessarily like, oh, I hated this part of the movie, but... And it doesn't take away from the movie for me. It's just, like, parts I didn't really care for or nuances I didn't really care for. So, my first con is the power struggle between black men. Um, Joseph Joe Black, who is played by Delroy Lindo, is uh, Madeer's boyfriend. That's not her husband. That's not the one she had her children with. That is her now boyfriend. And Quentin, who is her oldest child, who is Madeira's oldest child, him and Joe have, like, some type of power struggle. Like, Quentin doesn't like that Joe is around or is helping his mama. And, you know, Joe is like, boy, you are like your daddy. You are shysty, you are a gambler, and you are broke. So they just have some, like, sort of weird power struggle between them and I don't think Joe is really trying to like struggle for power because he knows what it is between him and Madeer but Quentin is just really trying to when he comes home he's just really trying to assert his dominance and like this is my daddy like very much T.I. this is my daddy house like very much that and I'm like sir you haven't been home in four years stop stop it right now this is not your house anymore. This no, you no. You haven't been home in four years. Please stop it. Stop it right now. I don't know. It's that very like Jody mentality. Like, hey, mama, bring me back a fat burger. Like, boy, go in the house. Go in the house. God. But I didn't like that. I didn't like the power struggle between black men. I like to see black men unite. I like to see black boy joy at all times. Cause you know, it's hard enough being a black man in the world alone. Black men, can we not? Can y'all not? fight amongst yourselves can y'all unite and teach each other some things you know i would have much rather to see that it all came together at the end but still like why did y'all have to go through all that to get to happy feelings in the end like why did y'all have to go through all that to get to that place i didn't really care for that my next con was the fact that chris brown had to hide his talent it's a long story between i mean not between but it's a story as to why he had to do that and i'm not gonna give that part away for y'all because you know i feel like it is integral to the story or whatever but he had to hide the fact that he loved to sing and i was just like that's dumb that's kind of like what is it it's kind of like punishing the child for things that are out of his control like just because so-and-so used to act like this don't be because he likes to do this doesn't mean he's gonna act like that as well you know so i just didn't like that part i was like don't punish the child for the sins of the father you know it was very much like that my next con was claude aka columbus short's whole storyline i hated it i didn't hate it but i was like this seems very unnecessary and it seems like he's doing a lot like he was doing a lot a lot like i don't want to give that part away either because you know, for those of you who haven't watched it and do want to watch it, but for those of us who have seen it 50 long times, y'all know what I'm talking about. Does anybody else feel like his storyline was just very extra? Like, very, very extra? Like, sir, why are you going through all this? Like, just, just why? Like, I understand, you know, family is important, family comes first, but I think they would have understood your situation if he was like, this, this, that, and the third, you know? Like I said, I don't want to give it away for people who have watched it. Cause, you know i feel like that's an important part of the story or whatever but his whole storyline i just i was like oh wrap it up Ra wrap it up my next con was lisa and kelly scene the one where they were talking about like i said um 
Lisa already knew that her husband was cheating on her. Lisa, who was played by Regina King, and Kelly, who was played by Sharon Leal. They have a conversation where um, Lisa confesses that she kind of knows her husband is cheating on her. And I'm like, why? Why is that always the story of the black woman? Like, we always have to deal with the cheater. Why? Why is that a part of our narrative? I don't like that. Like, ladies, for those of my ladies out there who are either single or in a relationship, if your man is cheating or if you feel like you have to deal with the cheating man, you don't. Don't. You don't, baby girl. That is not a trial or tribulation that you have to go through in order to prove that your marriage or relationship is strong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm just very in that mindset. Like, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I've dealt with the cheater before. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm that girl that's like, oh, uh-uh. Like, I was dumb. I took him back, too. But, baby girl, you don't you don't have to take him back. You, you have to forgive him for you. But you don't got to take him back. And you don't got to deal with it. Girl, leave. Get that bread and leave. You know what I'm saying? Go. Dip out. Peace out. A-Town. Do-do-do-do Usher. You know what I'm saying? Go. Get out of there. You don't... That, that's, I'm tired of that being the black woman's narrative. Like, oh, well, she got to deal with the cheating husband. No, you don't. No, you don't. Slick some oil on the floor and beat him. You feel what I'm saying? Do that. Do that and then leave. Take the kids. Pack the kids up. Beat them. Leave. That's, that's, that's my... That's my dream scenario. Beat them, leave. That's it. Quit like period. And get half of everything. If you can't get all of it, get half. Okay? So the Lisa and Kelly scene where she was like, I know my husband cheated on me. I hated that. I was like, what? What? Why? Why? That's what I was thinking. And my last con was Laz Alonzo's character. Laz Alonzo played uh, Lisa's husband, Malcolm. That was her husband. He was the one that was cheated. And I don't know. He just... Something about Laz Alonzo's face, I don't trust. Like, <laughs> he just has a very untrustworthy face. Does anybody else feel like that? Like, his... I don't know. Not to, like, comment. Because he is a very, like, good-looking man. But, like, his... Something about his face, I just will never trust a word that comes out of his mouth. Like, ever. Like, I kind of feel about him how I feel about the man who plays Mike and Why Did I Get Married. Y'all know Mike, the chocolate ball-headed man who did Sheila wrong. It's just something about him and Laz Alonzo that just don't sit right with me. Like, it will just never sit right with me. That's how you know they're playing their character well. Like, I just will never, I will never believe anything either of them say. You know, like, something about Laz Alonzo's face. I think it's his eyebrows. His eyebrows are just too thick for me to believe him. His eyebrows, and I feel like his beard or mustache, it just connects too smoothly. And I'm like, you're a demon. (laughs) You, you're a demon. (laughs) And I know it. And I see, you know? So, I hated Laz Alonzo's character. And that's it for all my cons. The power struggle between the two black men, the head of the black men family, uh, Chris Brown hiding his talent, Claude's whole storyline. I just was like, why? The Lisa and Kelly scene where she knew her husband was cheating on her and didn't care. Or she was going to accept it. And last, Alonzo's character. Those are all my cons. My overall rating, I give it a 7 out of 10. I give it a 7 out of 10 because, like I said, it's a holiday classic. Like, people enjoy watching this movie every time Christmas or the holidays roll around. I'm one of those people. But it's kind of like the story isn't anything really, like, <gasps> spectacular. Like I said, the... I feel like the cast alone is what makes this movie, you know, 
as good as it is because a lot of people come back to watch the cast and relive like what a major moment this movie was at the time you know just because of the cast so definitely a 7 out of 10 good family holiday movie if you haven't seen it your black card is revoked I'm taking it right now thank you you will not be getting it back but if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend you go watch it. It is on Netflix right now. I believe it's also on Hulu and Amazon Prime Video. So, if not, illegally stream it. You feel what I'm saying? Illegally stream that thing. Period. And that's all I have. That'll wrap up our first Black Review Crema Edition, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. Like, I just love talking about movies and TV. Y'all already know. I hope y'all enjoyed it as well. Like I said, every Black Review for the month of December all the way up until actual Christmas, we will be reviewing a different Christmas movie every Friday. So look out for the polls. Make sure y'all, you know, vote on which movie y'all want me to review. Or even leave me some suggestions in my inbox and my DMs. Let me know what y'all want to see. And I will gladly do that for you, okay? I will, I promise. I don't know why I busted out in an accent. <laughs> y'all know I'm crazy. But yes, look out for the polls. And definitely look out for my poll when I ask you what uh, y'all ultimate Christmas movie is because like I said on the day of Christmas which is on a Friday this year <laughs> I will be uh, doing a review on the ultimate Christmas movie based on what you guys tell me or what you guys suggest to me you feel me so definitely look out for that all of my social media I will be posting on there consistently for the month of December uh, if you don't know what it is it's T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box that's my Instagram and my Twitter. Y'all already know those are the social medias I'm the most active on. And, like, yeah, totally. Like, hit me up on there. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear. And uh, don't forget to come back on Monday because I will be here, okay? I promise. I'm not going to leave you guys this time. I'm on it. I, I promise. I promise. But, yes, I hope y'all enjoyed today's show. I definitely did. I definitely love reviewing this Christmas. And this has been the Black Review Crimble Edition on the Black Box. Have a holly jolly weekend, kings and queens. I love y'all. Till Monday. Bye.